Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron here, Dr. Ron Sr. on Tuesdays for 30 minutes, 30 minutes that just flies by. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for making time with Dr. Ron on Rejuvenation's Health Radio, the number one listened-to health radio station on the Internet in Florida. Thank you so much. We are brought to you by LipoLite Naples and Rejuvenation's Total Health Center. They are located at 1575-1575 Pine Ridge Road, Suite Number 6 in Naples, Florida. Phone numbers. Jot these down. Area code is 239-331-5886 or 239-658-2665. I must report that the uh, Cryo Spa, which is the only physician-supervised nitrogen chamber in southwest Florida, is making a lot of people feel better, have more energy, have a lot less pain, and they are referring all their relatives and friends. So, it's a three-minute session, completely supervised, completely private. Uh, I invite you to uh, look at the website, cryonaples.com, or just call Connie. Come in and, and look at it. There is no free demonstration, but there's a marked discount uh, for a trial on the Cryo Spa. So, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, um, I don't know about everybody else, but my Windows 10 crashes occasionally, and we had a crash prior to the show, so you just bear with me. I, I would appreciate it because everything I had uh, lined up just uh, disappeared. Let, let's just start out today with the Amer- American Heart Association. You know I have a problem with the cholesterol and cholesterol guidelines and statin drugs in particular. Well, you know, or maybe you don't know, the American Heart Association has issued new cholesterol guidelines, and they were issued last year. And uh, a lot of people were shocked. The American Heart Association had tossed those familiar cholesterol target numbers right out the window and replaced them with a seven-question test, Uh, one that seemed to practically guarantee you'd end up on cholesterol-lowering medications and become a customer for life for the pharmaceutical companies. We were told that the guidelines were, quote-unquote, objective and that they were even based on the latest science. But what the American Heart Association never told us was one of the panel's highest-ranking members had a six-figure research relationship with a billion-dollar drug giant. This drug giant stands to make a fortune by driving our cholesterol levels lower and lower and lower. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you lay down with dogs, you're going to catch some fleas. Well, if you ask me, they ought to be building some kind of a fumigation tent around AHA right now. The group may want us to think it gets all its money from walkathons, 
jump roping kids. But the fact of the matter is the American Heart Association is taking $15 million a year from drug, medical device, and health insurance companies, $15 million a year. It feels like every new policy or recommendation that comes out of the place is infested with drug company cash, and it doesn't look like these new cholesterol guidelines are any exception. So I don't want to just beat up on you too much. Just know the American Heart Association is uh, is being bought. Uh, the researcher that we're talking about is Dr. Jennifer Robinson. She received more than $100,000 in research grants uh uh, from Eli Lilly, and the American Heart Association never discussed that. And guess what? Guess what her research is for? She was the principal investigator for a study on Lilly's new PCSK9 inhibitor. That's that new class of medications that cost $14,000 a year to drive down your cholesterol. Oh, dear gosh. Now, Dr. Robinson didn't technically begin her the research until shortly after the guidelines were written, but according to Sheldon Krimsky, a professor at Tufts University, that hardly matters. Quote, a person who knows they are going to be on a guideline panel may already have in mind that they will be useful to a company, unquote, he said. According to Unite, U-N-I-T-E here, Robinson received numerous payments from Regeneron, which makes the FDA-approved drug Prilent, totaling more, as I said, than $14,000 before the guidelines were even published. The day after the guidelines came out, the drug maker flew Dr. Robinson to Paris, and the year after that, they paid her $98,000 for consulting and quote-unquote other services. Need I say any more, ladies and gentlemen? Okay, so you know how I feel about the American Heart Association and how I feel about statin drugs. Uh, they are drugs that we really do not need uh, to keep us healthy. You know, part of the, what I promised you today is to talk about uh, how not to die. But let's just just let me just talk about sleeping in this holiday season because it, it could drive you mad. So let you know we are all going mad this type this season, right? Shopping whatever so you know uh, when you're not at home eating uh, some you see even people camped out at stores and movie houses waiting for the best price waiting to be the first one in but you know what this is all madness Uh, you don't have to be a bargain hunter to miss out on sleep this time of year the holiday season can feel like you're burning the candle at both ends staying up late and waking up early to get everything done and I guess it's been a while since Christmas time turned into crazy time. So take a deep breath and slow it down. And not just for your sanity's sake, missleep is a bad habit to get into and a habit that's hard to break. And if you're cutting yourself short to get stuff done, you could be in for the kind of Christmas surprise that you don't want. Over the short run, short sleep can leave you run down. It can damage your immune system, expose you to the risks of cold, flu, pneumonia, and more. But over the long run, missed sleep can do a whole lot worse. And two new studies again show how missing out can increase your risk of chronic disease. Listen to this. Sleeping five hours a night or less knocks your sensitivity to insulin out of whack setting the stage for insulin resistance 
and putting you on a collision course with, what does insulin control? Sugar puts you on a collision course with diabetes. Think you can get away with it for a little while? Say just the holiday season and get back to your old uh, healthy habits? Uh, Do you think? Well, think again, ladies and gentlemen. You might get back to sleeping better, but the study... A study finds the insulin sensitivity doesn't quite reset itself back to normal, even after getting nine hours of sleep a night for several nights. So if you fear diabetes, or if your fear of diabetes isn't enough to get you back in bed, maybe this will. A second study found women who sleep five hours a night or less are 65% more likely to suffer a declining kidney function. That lays the groundwork for kidney disease, and while the study was on women, you could bet one of your kidneys this is going to apply to men. So if you want the ultimate gift this holiday season, please get yourself a, give yourself a gift of sleep. It's probably the only present you really need anyway uh, in, in this, these crazy, crazy times. Well, I'm sorry to uh, be a hamburger bugger here right now, but uh, these things are important, and uh, we have to be careful of the sugar we eat, and uh, just crazy. Well, well, I'm going to get into how not to die, and that's that's important, but let's just, uh, you know, I I guess I could talk about the, the sprint study, and hugs, and brain drain from grains. I mean, there's so much out there. And this new 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 thing they're trying to push metformin, a, a diabetes drug for life extension. Please, there's no winter break from uh, everything that's going on. In fact, the press releases are out there uh, more than we uh, really need. Supposedly, metformin will help you live 120 to 120 years old or beyond. And daily aspirin will. Gosh, you know, that will make sure you don't get Alzheimer's disease or Parkinson's disease while you're on your way to 120. But please, ladies and gentlemen, that's like saying they can put you in a box, sew you in half, and put you back together again. All right, what do I mean by this? The latest news states that two clinical trials are being launched to prove these claims. But if you think either of those clinical trials are going anywhere, other than in circles, I'll, I'll say your bridge, because we've already got the results of a massive clinical trial, and it doesn't look good for these drugs. The subjects of this clinical trial, perhaps the biggest one ever, are patients that received 72 million prescriptions for metformin last year alone, and the many millions more that were prescribed combinations of drugs that included metformin. Add to that a batch of 40 million Americans who take aspirin on a daily basis. And don't forget the millions upon millions who take both aspirin and metformin. Well, don't you think that if either of these drugs were life-extending, brain-saving miracle medications, the media hype would, would, would be talking about it right now, America would be the healthiest nation on the planet. We'd be marveling at all those healthy 120-year-olds running around with one of the highest rates of longevity in the world. In reality, you know where we rank in longevity? 34th, behind countries like Costa Rica, Colombia, and Lebanon. 
if these pills were really, truly the work of wizardry, we'd have the lowest rates of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Instead, it's an illusion because we're near the top of the list for both. We have lots of it. Of course, I don't think anyone in medicine seriously believes either drug will extend lives and prevent brain disease to record-breaking proportions. And when those studies are finally finished, many years from now, by the way, you probably won't even hear a peep about how they failed. But the point is, in a study published in the distant future, it's generally hype right now, and it's going to work like a charm. Both drugs are widely available, one of them over-the-counter. So thanks to these breathless headlines, people will start taking them today for their overhyped benefits. Well, so forget the hype, ladies and gentlemen. Stick to the facts, like uh, our man Friday. And the facts say that the best way to extend your life and prevent disease is get back to the basics. Give up processed, junk food, especially those carbs. And stick to fresh, natural, animal-based protein, and you'll have the best shot of all to live to a ripe old age disease-free. Well, there's just so much out there. I don't know where to go today. And if my my Windows 10 was working better, I'd, I'd have a better shot at it. All right. You interested in how not to die and how to eat real food for health and longevity? We're going to get to that. But first... Here's a, a radio segment that Dr. Ron is running in the Naples area on Wave 101.1 with a uh, really famous uh, orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Kurt Briggs. And just listen to this for a minute, please. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you're here, that it is really an incredible uh, uh, modality. Uh, we have patients coming in who are uh, post-operative. We have young people coming in who are involved in high-intensity training, and uh, they, they sort of get a lot of aches and pains with that, and they don't want to stop training takes them away. And, you know, as a side benefit, you, you burn up calories because of that cold uh, environment and your endorphin levels you're, uh, just go out the roof and you just feel so great. So uh, keep that in mind if uh, you're in Southwest Florida or you're, you're coming to visit Cryospa of Naples. So, ladies and gentlemen, just some uh, bookkeeping. Uh, next week will be our last show of the year. We will be off until after the new year. I, uh I think it's January 2nd, uh, so there will be, last week will be our last show. 
And next year, uh, we'll have as a regular guest Dr. Gerald Smith, a uh, our natural uh, healer. And uh, we will get into uh, talking about colloidal silver, which I think is the uh, next uh, best uh, natural treatment that we're going to uh, be using uh, because it has been shown now to uh, be a and some of these other uh, bugs that are becoming resistant to our antibiotics. So well, we're going to have a show on, or multiple shows on colloidal silver. And just to give you a tease about colloidal silver before we move forward, you know, you can you can make this stuff yourself, and it's quite inexpensive. But it, it, it's it's almost too good to be true. It, it can replace Windex. It can it can be a household disinfectant used on your countertops or on your cutting boards. Uh, you can spray it in your hair and scalp. It, it, it's actually really good for, for plants. Uh, it, it, you can make a uh, aloe vera gel with it for, for sunburn. Uh, some people are using it in their hot tubs and pools to, exp- uh, to replace potentially toxic chemicals. It can be used as an underarm deodorant, uh, as well as can milk and magnesia, uh, so that you don't have toxic aluminum under your arms and absorbed into your system. Uh, mouthwash products can be uh, enhanced with colloidal silver that works better and helps prevent cavities. Uh, if you're into washing your vegetables, which you should be, and your fruit, you can use colloidal silver and vinegar instead of those expensive sprays that you buy or chlorine. Uh, antimicrobial liquid hand soaps can be re- re- replaced for pennies worth of colloidal silver. Uh, it's great for athletes' feet. Uh, and other creams, and uh, gosh, you could even use it as an aftershave product and really make a, it's really, really cost-effective. And we could go on and on, but uh, just to give you a little taste of colloidal silver. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to just summarize here a little bit of an article about Dr. Michael Grieger, G-R-E-G-E-R. He's a nutritional expert, physician, and founder of NutritionFacts.org, NutritionFacts.org. He's the author of an excellent new book called How Not to Die, Discover the Foods Scientifically Proven to Prevent and Reverse Disease. In it, he examines the top 15 causes of premature death in the United States, including heart disease, cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, and more, and reveals how to eat and live for a long, healthy life. The title of the book does not imply that you can achieve immortality. Sorry about that. But rather, it refers to how to avoid dying prematurely in pain after a long, chronic, disabling illness. And what, what, what motivated him to focus on this was that he was watched his grandmother get well after being diagnosed with end-stage heart disease. After multiple bypass surgeries, she went, was sent home to die with, uh, with only a few weeks to live. As fate would have it, she heard about Nathan Pritikin. Everybody remembers the Pritikin diet on 60 Minutes and an Early lifestyle and alternative medicine pioneer, Dr. Pritikin, has since passed on, but this woman made it to his clinic, which offered a live-in program, and a few weeks later, she was walking 10 miles a day 
and went on to live another 31 years until she died at age 96. Well, how could that be? They put them, uh, that's they being the Pritikin diet, they put them on a plant-based diet, graded exercise programs. They started getting them walking in 10-minute intervals and just gradually ramped that up. This shows that a healthy diet and exercise cannot just change the structure of the arteries and clean up some of those plaque over the years, but it actually can change their function, Dr. Grieger says. You can get almost immediate improvement within days in terms of angina and some other uh, others of these problems, he says. Then, of course, you know, we had Dr. Dean Ornish in the 90s. He published his Lifestyle Heart Trial, which was a randomized controlled trial that proved you can reverse heart disease. It's still the number one killer. You can reverse it without drugs and without surgery, but you have to be on a healthy diet and you have to make other lifestyle changes. And Dr. Grieger says that's what did it for him. So while initially convinced that this information would revolutionize medicine and abolish heart disease, he quickly came to realize how naive that, that, that notion was. And as the decades were on, people were still dying from heart disease in ever-growing numbers, and diet didn't make it. I'm sorry. And they didn't make it into the doctor's office. So, quote, people continue to die and people continue to get useless or worthless therapies for chronic disease from the mainstream medical profession, unquote. That's what he says. And the rest of this is a quote. When I realized that I said, wait a second, if you can effectively bury the curve, the bury the cure for the number one killer. What else is out there in the medical literature that has been buried because there's no corporate budget to drive its promotion? In other words, nobody can make money from it. He goes on to say, I made it my life's mission to unearth all the stuff that has been buried in the dusty stacks of medical libraries and bring it to light. I actually gave up my private practice and started going around the country speaking at all the medical schools trying to give these lifestyle tools to future physicians. Then, he goes on, I decided to circumvent the physicians and go right to the public. We're talking about low-cost, simple, safe, side-effect-free solutions. You don't have to wait for your doctor to tell you to stop smoking. Just stop smoking. And that's when he started nutritionfacts.org. He now has 10 researchers working on that site, and more are still needed, to sift through the 24,000 articles published in the nutrition literature each and every year. Well, what does that translate to? That's about 70 articles a day. And, you, you know, we, not, no one person could absorb all of that. So if you were to assume that a physician knew everything there was to know by the time he graduated medical school and committed to reading three papers from the medical literature each night, by the end of one year, he'd already be 150 years behind. Isn't that incredible? Many assume that doctors are more or less all-knowing when it comes to medicine, but the fact is that by the time they finish medical school, everything they learned is almost obsolete. That is why it's so important for you to do your own homework, listen to shows like Rejuvenation's uh, Radio. That's a plug by me. That's uh, not in his uh, quote. My guess is that 
in the not too distant future, we will be able to deploy deep learning strategies uh, like this. You know, you've heard about IBM Watson, this artificial intelligence AI, they call it, to do the task and provide us with magnificent revelations about the nutritional uh, literature. Well, to summarize the rest of uh, his thoughts, basically, you really have to start exercising. You know, if it's 10, 20, 30 minutes a day, 90 minutes is optimal, according to him. But I, don't, I think you can do with less. It's been proven that you just have to get your meat off the seat and start moving around and that you will uh, be more healthy. And that's why you see some doctor's offices now uh, show the uh, receptionists and uh, staff standing. And uh, standing for at least six hours a day may reduce your risk of obesity by 32 to 35 percent. Men can reduce their risk of obesity by as much as 59% by standing 12 hours a day. Isn't that incredible? So the mechanism for these, this results, for these results is that exercise up regulates dysfunctional mitochondria. And you're going to hear more and more about mitochondria, those little, little engines in our body. Mitochondrial dysfunction is uh, what you prevent with exercise. Uh, and I'll, I'll publish this uh, and talk more about Dr. Greger's book. It has a, contains a load of interesting facts uh, that have to do with uh, just a lot of chemistry. But, you know, one thing that he talks about is the link between infectious disease and the domestication of animals. Quote, when I was growing up, there was no such thing as AIDS. I wondered where did this come from. It was just such a devastating illness, and when you look back, it was so-called zoonosis, Z-O-O-N-O-S-I-S, which means an animal-to-human disease tied to the bushmeat trade and eating primates in Africa, which spread the disease around the world. When he investigated further, he realized that about 70% of all emerging or re-emerging infectious diseases actually originate in the animal kingdom. And going back to animal domestication, about 10,000 to 14,000 years ago, that's when the first infectious diseases emerged. So prior to domesticated ducks and waterfowl, influenza didn't exist. The common cold appears to have originated in horses. Measles came from renderpest, a bovine disease. Smallpox likely came from camelpox in camels. That really raises the question about how the treatment of animals today impact future pandemic risks. He believes selecting pigs and chickens for mass production may be a major mistake, as these are influenza-bearing animals. Modern livestock practices compound the problem by feeding these animals what? Tibiotics. And what does so much antibiotics use lead to? the emergence of antibiotic resistance infections. All right, so to summarize further, what is a healthy diet? Basically, like we've been talking about, eat around the outside of the uh, supermarket. Real food. doesn't get much simpler than that. That means food in its natural state as it grew on the vine, the tree, the bush, or in the ground. And when it comes to animal foods, two key factors, living conditions and diet. Real food is raised in accordance with nature, and the animals are allowed to eat their natural diet without added drugs and fillers. 
Almost too easy, right? Almost too easy to think about. People want some kind of a magic bullet or want a drug. They want a pill. Well, there has to be some tricks, right? Some tips. But when people actually take those three words, eat real food to heart, they can revolutionize their health. What I hope is the take-home message from his book is optimism. We have tremendous control over our health, destiny, our longevity, and our level of disability. He states, quote, the power is in our hands and our place. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to live a long time, eat real food. Eat food from around the end of uh, the outside of the supermarket. Drink and eat your tea. Drink lots of good green tea, lots of good uh, water that uh, doesn't have chlorine or fluorine. That's, uh, has re- Hopefully you have a reverse osmosis. And vegetarians are not always the longest-lived people, and I don't have time to go into that today. Sorry to say we're getting toward the end of the hour. But, ladies and gentlemen, I really appreciate and have a lot of gratitude uh, that you are listening to The Time with Dr. Ron on Tuesdays at 4 o'clock. As I said, next week will be our last show, and then we will probably go back to an hour format because there is just so much literature and so much to get through. So with that, thank you. Have a great rest of the day. I will see you again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. And I do have an attitude of gratitude for everyone that turned, listens and uh, either on the, by phone or on the Internet uh, to Rejuvenations Health Radio, a time with Dr. Ron. Well, this year is coming to a close. Let's enjoy the rest of it. See you next week. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.